0: For the first time since 2018, the Texas Rangers have taken a series against the Astros in Houston. On today's show, we're breaking down why it's important, why it shouldn't be minimized, and why it doesn't matter who was out for both sides. All that and more on this episode of Locked On Rangers. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. (laughs) you <laughs> You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Paddock, cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan since 2010, the founder and host for all five seasons of this Locked on Rangers podcast. Thank you all so much for making Locked on Rangers your first listen every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Paddock. You can follow the show at Locked on Rangers. Subscribe on YouTube where the best way you can help with the show is to comment nearly any single thing below. Today is Monday, April 17th. Your Texas Rangers are nine and six alone in first place in the American League West after winning a series in Houston for the first time in nearly five years. Before we get into today's show, this episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming MLB GM and managing your baseball franchise? Well, then this is, this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up in the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use promo code LOCKEDON in all caps in the game. Now, the Texas Rangers have taken two out of three in Houston. They nearly took they could they could have taken all 3 had not it been for a random line drive that landed off of John Gray's arm we'll get into more of that but your Texas Rangers took 2 out of 3 in Houston let that sink in for a second it has not happened in a long time and this team feels Different. It really does. I've been saying it all off season. I mean, bringing in Bruce Bochy. This is just a completely different team from top to bottom. I mean, you look at how few of these guys have been here for the last few years. How many new names are being brought in from the pitching staff to these big-money hitters in in Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. Um, it's just been a completely new team that hasn't suffered through most of the bad memories and terribleness that the Rangers have suffered at the hands of the Houston Astros. The Rangers just won this series less than a week after losing Corey Seeger for a month, losing uh Mitch Garver for well, he's on the ten day aisle. He's out until at least this weekend against the A's. Um and I don't care who's out for the Astros. I know that Jose Altuve is out and, oh, Michael Brantley is out, but this is still a really freaking good Houston Astros team as much as it angers me to admit. They still have four, at least four, all-star caliber bats in their lineup. They have Jose Abreu. They have Jeremy Pena. They have Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, and Kyle Tucker. This is still a really freaking good team, and that that is not as much as the Rangers have in terms of, you know, all-star quality bats in their lineup the Astros still have an amazing starting pitching staff where they threw their number one and number two guys in this series and those are the two games that they lost they lost on Friday with their number two Luis Garcia going and they lost on Sunday night baseball where the Rangers won nine to one with their ace on the mound from Revaldez not the not the Rangers ace But the Astros ace, the Rangers were able to finally get to Framber Valdez for it feels like the first time in forever. And even though most of those runs were unearned and his ERA is still going to sit below two, the Rangers really finally got to him in a game that felt completely different, like the complete antithesis of what the Rangers have been doing for the last few years. I mean, this is just... I don't know how. What other way to say it? The Rangers were in close games. I mean, it ended in a nine to one blowout. Thank the good Lord, that was a lot of fun. The Rangers were able to just drop nine runs in the uh, combine in the seventh and eighth innings and run away with this one, and not make it super close in the end. But there were some nervy moments. The Rangers were able to fight through those. Same with uh, Friday's game, a six to two victory. Jose Leclerc was in there to not get the save, but still uh, a close game nonetheless. The Rangers were able to get an insurance run at the top of the ninth inning there um, to make it not a safe situation, but Texas was in some close games, and they've been in close games before. Last year, they played a lot of close games in Houston and would just fumble the bag away in increasingly frustrating and terrible ways, but not this team, not with Bruce Bochi at the helm, not with him pushing the buttons and pulling the strings in all the right ways. In Sunday's game, it just felt like a culmination of things Going the Rangers' way, they are 9-6. and six. They are the only team with a winning record in the American League West at the moment. Seattle is in second place at 8-8, eight and eight, a game and a half behind the Rangers. So even if the Rangers lose on Monday night with Jacob Grom on the hill in Kansas City and, and uh, the Seattle Mariners um, win, I don't know if they're even playing tonight. Um, But the Rangers will still be alone atop the AL West after 16 games into their season. Right now we are just under 10% of the way through the season, and the Rangers are on top. That is not nothing. I know that it's easy... And the Astros fans are going to say, oh, well, this guy's hurt and this guy's hurt, and it's this time of the season. The Rangers and the Astros don't play again until, I believe, at least mid-June, uh, maybe July. It is going to be a while before these two teams play again. And the Rangers taking two out of three, I would much rather win two out of three than lose two out of three. I would much rather have a winning record and be atop the AOS than have a losing record and be in fourth place in the AOS just ahead of the A's. The Rangers and Astros have switched places at this point, and this Sunday game was full of huge moments, but especially, especially in that seventh inning where the Rangers dropped a six-bomb, and that seventh inning were able to get the Astros starter out of the game, and just big moment after big moment, everybody in this lineup coming through, and that is one of the things that I love about this team is that they're prone to the big inning. They don't you know, nibble and, and bite away at least. They when they get an opening, they have absolutely seized on it early on in this season. The Rangers got six runs in the seventh inning, poured on three more in the eighth just for good measure. Got started with Nathaniel low double um, and Adoles Garcia hustling out a ball that was hit to Jeremy Pena. It forced him to hurry the throw. And it was a bad throw and ended up ending in an error. And so, of course, every run in that inning, all six of them ended up being unearned runs. I don't think that's necessarily how that should work, but, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Josh Young kept the party going with a single. And then Jonah Heim with possibly possibly the, the biggest... Um, plate appearance of the game taking five pitches did not swing the bat did not take it off his shoulder bases were loaded in a nothing nothing game with no outs he took five pitches uh, a curveball, sinker 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 only one of them was a called strike and two of them were just about as close as you can get including the fifth pitch of his plate appearance that ended up in a walk great great take by him. Uh, boosted the Rangers win probability 10.2%, according to uh, MLB.com. Um, actually, I think that is according to, um, what is it, Baseball Savant? Maybe it's whoever it was, um, whoever it is in the official game tracker. Then up comes Robbie Grossman on an 0 for 22 skid. I, I know just the sight of him at this moment makes you just feel. Kind of frustrated that uh, this is the Rangers' everyday DH, it seems like, at this point. But he's on an over 22 skid, and you know what he does? He just absolutely pops a ball into left field um, over the head of the shortstop and drives in another run. The Rangers still have the bases loaded with no outs and have chased Fromber Valdez from the game. In comes Hector Neris and gets Leody Tavares to fly out. Travis Jankowski to strike out swinging. Up comes Marcus Simeon with two outs. The Rangers have gotten a pair of runs, still have the bases loaded with two outs. Marcus Simeon goes down 0-2 and ends up taking an 0-2 splitter, which he swung through in the first pitch of the at-bat, which was a little below the zone. The 0-2 splitter was left up in the zone. Marcus Simeon golfs that thing into those stupid Crawford boxes for a grand slam. Rangers take a six-run lead. Do not look back and end up winning this one. Coming up, we're going to look at Bruce Bochy's decisions, another great outing from Andrew Heaney and the rest of this series. But first, this episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ultimate Baseball GM is the most fun game I've played in quite some time. I've always thought that I could be a great major league GM. As it turns out, it's not all that easy. You know, I've had the same thought and fantasize... If you've had the same thought and fantasize about managing your own franchise, go and download Pro Baseball GM immediately. The game lets you manage every... Strategic aspect of the franchise. You know, you can play through seasons and lead your franchise and fans to glory as you build your historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, manage team finances, all this in a game with a realistic world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free, playable offline, play on the go, play as you want as well. Locked on Rangers listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code LOCKED ON in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app store. So that's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Now you may notice that my face is a little bit obscured from this little map of Andrew Heaney. I want to point out, this was tweeted out um, last night. Uh, Kennedy Kennedy Landry was the one who quote tweeted it, and it was tweeted out a few more times. Um, But I, I really thought this very... Very well illustrated how good uh, Andrew Heaney was. Just the thing we're looking at here. um, If you're watching this on YouTube and you're not listening to it, if you're if you're listening to this, go check out my Twitter. It was one of the last things that I retweeted. Um, But Andrew Heaney, if you look at the middle of the plate, there are no pitches at all in the middle of the plate. That is something that is very very good. Uh, Andrea Scout Report Girl uh, at Scout Report Girl or scout girl report on Twitter. I was the one who initially tweeted this out. This is a fan graphs uh, image uh, of Andrew Heaney completely missing the middle of the plate. He went five scoreless innings, did not feel like he had his best stuff, but still came up in a big, big moment against this Astros lineup was able to go five scoreless. Um, and that was huge. That is about what I'm expecting from Andrew Heaney. At this point, he is going to um, go about five innings. He's going to get some swings and misses and, tonight he wasn't getting last night he wasn't getting some swings and misses he allowed three walks a pair of hits in his five innings of work didn't throw all that many pitches only 88 pitches ran into a little bit of trouble with some leadoff walks that kind of got in his way and even though the game was tied um, scoreless after five innings Bruce Bochy made the decision to bring in Brock Burke for one inning of work um, and ended up pulling him after the seventh inning, thought he would get more out of him, um, did allow a base runner there that was allowed to score by Jonathan Hernandez, who came in and was a little shaky, was able to get a pair of strikeouts and a walk and not allow any runs. Um, but that's because Will Smith came in to mop up the damage. Will Smith has been absolutely phenomenal. I think the Rangers' best reliever so far this year. He has come in in huge leverage spots every time, and he has come up big, big, Nearly every timeout, he has a 135 ERA in six and two thirds innings so far, has nine strikeouts, does have three walks, has been a little bit walk prone, but you look at some of his advanced numbers and they are among the best in baseball. He's in the top 8% of getting guys to chase out of the strike zone, top 7% of getting swings and misses, strikeout rate, the top 5% of baseball, expected slugging, um, expected ERA slash WOBA, expected batting average, all those in the top 1 or 2% of baseball as well. Same with average exit velocity, top 2% of baseball. The guy is just getting huge outs. No one is seeing him well, and he is absolutely dominating in critical, critical moments for this Texas Rangers team, including when he came up in this game. It was still still in the balance on Sunday night. It did look like a blowout, but it, was, it very easily could have gone the other way. Hernandez came in and was not quite able to finish off his inning. And the Astros were threatening. They were threatening in a big, big way. After the Rangers got their sixth spot, the Astros were not going to go down um, without a fight. Um, Jeremy Pena started that inning with leadoff double. David Hensley walked. Uh, Jake Myers walked. Um, and uh, even though Hernandez was able to come in and get a pair of strikeouts, he also walked Alex Bregman. And uh, you know somebody else might have let Jonathan Hernandez Hernandez keep working through it and face against face off against Jordan Alvarez, but. Bruce Bochy said, no, I'm going to go to my veteran. I'm going to go to a guy who I know can come up in some big slots, big spots, um, who also got his second straight World Series ring and got 10 years of service time accrued both on Saturday. Um, So shouts out to uh, Will Smith for getting a ring for not doing a whole lot for the Astros. Uh, Major salute for that. Just getting your ring um, and not helping the Astros win. I I very much like that. He did have to be on the Astros and have to be on a World Series winning team. Nice to see him not do a whole lot of work and then come out and be on the Rangers and do absolute work against them. But he came in in a big spot, got Jordan Alvarez with the bases loaded. At that point, it was a 1 to 6 6 to 1 game. A Jordan Alvarez grand slam would have made it a one run game, and he gets Jordan Alvarez to ground out to Josh Young at some weak contact. A Little dribbler to third base. Josh Young had to make a nice play on it, charge the ball, and get the force out at third base, um, get out of a big spot. Um, Bruce Bochy just coming in. Huge happy birthday, happy 68th birthday to Bruce Bochy, who got the win on his birthday against Dusty Baker, who does have the edge on him in the overall series. I think it's like a 60-game age. The guys have played uh, over 100 times in their career, maybe 120. It's been a lot of matchups between these two. Um, nice to see... Bruce Bochy coming in, making a huge difference with, again, some defensive substitutions in this one. That is a Bruce Bochy staple if the the Rangers don't have their best defense out there late and they have a lead. He is going to make some changes, and he did uh, again on Sunday, bringing in Josh Smith for Ezekiel Duran to play shortstop. Zeke Duran, I think, had a pretty nice game defensively. I didn't really notice him that much at shortstop and for him. That is kind of what you're going for—an 0-for-4 day at the plate with a pair of strikeouts. Again, it's Framber Valdez um, bringing in the righty as opposed to having Josh Smith face face off against Framber Valdez. There's not a whole lot of winning there. Framber was absolutely. On his game for the first six innings of this one, the Rangers were able to wear him down in that seventh inning, but no shame for the rookie going 0 for 4 against one of the best pitchers in the game. Then the Rangers bring in Travis Jankowski to hit for Bubba Thompson. It may have looked like an offensive substitution, but I knew at that point it was a defensive substitution. Bubba Thompson is still freaky fast um but his arm is not quite the same as travis jankowski i think jankowski's routes are just a little bit better so the best defensive outfield the rangers had out there to win this game despite having a huge huge lead um Bruce Bochy said, it doesn't matter. We're going to get every single out that we can. Um, They didn't do that on Friday's game when the Rangers were winning late, but they already had their best defensive outfield out there, um, best defensive infield as well. So there was no need to make any changes because the best defense was already in the game. Bruce Bochy is not afraid to make those changes, and he is coming up in a big, big way. Speaking of Josh Young and a little bit about that Saturday game, I want to talk more about John Gray's scary moment. Thankfully, it's not as scary as it looked, and Josh Young coming up, Big in this series, and why I think he might be the most personable player on this team. But first, this episode is brought to you by So Rare. Our new sponsor, SoRare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and a marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, SoRare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own the cards, and there is no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next level competitions and rewards. So head to so rare.com slash locked on that's spelled S O R A R E.com to draft your team of free players, set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Now, Josh Young came up with a couple of really, really good defensive plays in this one. A couple of really good defensive plays, honestly, all season, with that big moment getting Jordan Alvarez to ground out to third base and a nice diving double play to end the game. That wasn't necessarily the most necessary, the most crucial spot, but still a really nice play and I think needs to be rewarded. Josh Young has come up big in this series. He has just come up big at the plate with professional at bats. He had that huge nine pitch walk in before Jonah Himes' walk-off home run in the win of Jacob DeGrom's last start against the Royals in extra innings. He has just come up big moment after moment, time after time. This is a professional hitter. This is a guy who the Rangers are going to lean on. They're going to lean on a lot of guys in this offense with their two big bats and Corey Seager and Mitch Garver on the IL. And I think Josh Young is ready to be one of those guys. And I think he's really... Got a lot of personality in there. Most of this team—no offense to them. This is this is no shade at them at all. Um, There are a lot of baseball robots. And that's fine. They're they're really good baseball robots. Corey Seager, very good baseball ro- robot. Marcus Simeon, very good baseball robot. Jacob Degrom, incredibly efficient baseball robot. But not exactly the most personable guys. That's why I love Adolis Garcia. Nathaniel Lowe has got quite a bit of personality as well. Um, and I think Josh Young has really got that. He's not showing it off too much, but um, he's a guy who is competitive as crap out there. Um, <clears throat> and I, I saw this in this little moment, this little moment in the eighth inning um, that just brought me so much freaking joy I've been watching this kid for forever since he was at Texas Tech I know he's got just a little bit of an edge in him there um, <clears throat> and he blooped this double down the left field line uh, didn't score a run um, at that moment did lead to more runs later on in the eighth inning but after he blooped that double down the left field line and he's standing there on base the camera goes to him and he just gets this little you know what eating grin standing there on second base knowing that they are absolutely giving it to the Astros on national television They're biggest rivals who have talked so much trash over the years who have been so incredibly dominant who have put this Rangers team down um, where they have been they have made them feel like they are down and trash for many years and the rangers are finally ready to freaking kick back and this was a series of them doing that just that little moment of josh young standing there like yeah yeah we are giving it giving it to the defending champs on national television everybody is noticing this except for espn who i feel like hardly ever mentioned that the rangers are actually winning the al west the entire the entire game the entire series the rangers winning the AL West. Um, they are doing well. And it felt like it was just an Astros love fest. I, it, it's just so frustrating. And it's like, oh, all well, the Rangers have been so trash for so long. Yeah, they have been, but they're doing well right now. This is this season. This is not last season. This is not 2021. Thank God we are done with that time. Um, and it's not 2020 either. The Rangers are winning the American League West. They are. Deal with it. 15 games in the season. It's not nothing. We are halfway through the month, more than halfway through the month of April and your Rangers are in a playoff spot where they have not been for some time, but they are there now and they are not going away. They have another three pretty easy series. Hopefully the Rangers can sweep one of these next three series. They have three games in, in, in Kansas city. Um, they have three games at home against the A's who have been, uh, quite terrible. Um, by the way, that Friday game is going to be started by John Gray. Took a 109-mile-an-hour liner off his right arm, and that was the only game the Rangers lost. It was a 2-2 game. And unfortunately, John Gray wasn't able to go any further in that one. Ended up just being a bruise. He's going to throw his normal bullpen on Wednesday. Um, thank the good Lord, because I thought that that arm was broken. That was an absolute liner that he took off of his pitching arm. Thankfully, he is okay. That was a scary, scary moment, though, but... He's going to be all right, and um, this Rangers team is going to be all right as well. Hopefully they can keep building a cushion on their division lead in April, which is not something that this team has been doing since... 2016 i wanted to shout out another great gem from martin perez who just continues to absolutely dominate the houston astros especially in houston he had that complete game shutout on friday night apple tv last year one of my favorite games maybe no that was my favorite game of the season last year in a year that uh, was really really frustrating the Rangers were able to kind of dink and dunk their way into getting these runs um Big moments from Nathaniel Lowe, who has an 11-game hitting streak. He is someone who the Rangers are going to be counting on with their, with Corey Seager out for a month, um, and he is in the middle of an 11-game hitting streak, which ties a career high. Um, and he has extra base hits in, I believe, at least half of those games. Maybe it's maybe it's up to six. I think heading into Sunday night's game, he had in a 10-game hitting streak and a five-game extra base hitting streak. Um, So, uh, shouts to Nathaniel Lowe for also stepping up. Marcus Simeon is also starting to turn around. He did it last year off of a grand slam against a division rival on the road. Hopefully, this can be a sign of things to come. He absolutely crushes it in Houston. He had extreme splits of home versus road splits last year, um, nearly a... um, what was it? A a massive, massive difference. Um, Eight thirty six uh, OPS on the road versus six twenty seven uh, at home last year. Hopefully, he can hit a little bit better at home. He's been a slow starter. Not as slow a start as last year, but hopefully this grand slam on the road um, can kind of get him going into those stupid Crawford boxes. But, hey, they worked for Jordan Alvarez getting his home run on Friday night, and they worked for Marcus Simeon hitting an 0-2 pitch with two outs um, for a grand slam. Hopefully he can continue to crush it this series. He went 5-for-12 with a pair of walks, a double, and a grand slam. If you're doing the math, that is a slash line of 417, 500 and 750 slugging percentage Um, last year on a trip to Houston. That's when he started to look like he was turning things around. It really kind of turned around after that grand slam on the road against the Oakland A's. He gets to face the Oakland A's at home on Friday this weekend and a trio of pitchers that are all right but not anybody he can't handle um in kansas city this week hopefully he can continue absolutely crushing it the rangers offense needs those two big bats in their infield on the right side and first base and second base to step up hopefully they can continue to do so i also want to shout out a great game on friday from adolis garcia who had two of if not the biggest um some of the biggest plays. He had a, a great defensive play in a two-run game in the fourth inning. He had a snow cone grab on the warning track, robbing Jeremy Pena of extra bases and also doubling off Hensley at second base to end that inning. It was still a two-run game at that point in the fourth inning. And in the third inning, he had a two-run shot that was had to be reviewed for some stupid reason, um, but still ended up being a home run his second of the game. The Rangers need big stuff from him, from everybody in the top of their lineup. I also... I want to mention, while Corey Seager is on the I.L., I get not wanting to disrupt everybody in the lineup. Maybe this is just Bruce Bochy being smarter than me. I mean, it makes it just makes sense for me to just move the rest of the lineup uh, up a spot in the order, have Nathaniel Lowe hitting second, have Adoles Garcia hitting third, and Josh Young batting cleanup, as opposed to... Your most important spot in the lineup being occupied by one of Ezekiel Duran or Josh Smith. I get the not upsetting it, and if if they're winning and it's working, then fine. But just my baseball math brain says that doesn't make sense. Don't do that. Just give more at-bats to the guys who are good, and good things will happen. Don't waste your most important spot at guys who are, I think, fine. And if Ezekiel Duran starts hitting like I think he can, which he hasn't so far this year at the big league level, then... It won't be that big of a difference. But right now those guys are not doing well offensively. I mean, Josh Smith does have a three sixty one on base, but he's hitting just one forty eight and does not have an extra base hit because he keeps getting hit by pitches, four walks and five hit by pitches. Josh Smith, um, thankfully he's being been grazed by most of them, but he did have that really scary moment where he got hit in the face with a fastball. Um, just stay vigilant, Josh Smith. If you're getting hit by pitches, let it be in your jersey or in your thigh and less so in your face. Hopefully we can see a little bit more from Ezekiel Duran offensively. I think he's got plenty more in there. I think he's put together some good at bats. He's had some, some rough moments and hasn't been playing consistently. I would like to see him playing more consistently because I think he's an everyday guy. Um, But still, still uh, it's nice to see him getting out there at shortstop and holding his own in that Sunday night game. Briefly, I want to talk about the city connect jerseys. Um, The Rangers released those Monday morning, I think they're fine. I think they're they're kind of cool. If you read a little bit about the history, I know Evan Grant, the Dallas Morning News, wrote quite a bit about it. I'm sure the Rangers wrote a bit about it in their um, in their release. Um, the hype video is really what sold me on it. Just go to the Rangers Twitter page. It's talking about the Metroplex. I, I think they're fine. I would rather have the red logo, the red jerseys, but. I think they're pretty good. It's a city connect, which is kind of difficult to do when you're the Texas Rangers and you play in Arlington and you're trying to, you know, meld the Arlington with the Dallas, with the Fort Worth. Um, some of the history that they're nodding to, I think is really cool. And I'm glad that they're making an effort there. Um, but it's fine. It's pretty good. Pretty fun. I like the red. I wish they bring the red, red back, but those are some good, some good jerseys. But uh, my last point is that, let the Astros fans talk their crap. Let them sit there and be like, oh, well, uh, this is actually not that big a deal. Oh, this actually doesn't matter. Blah, 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 blah. The Astros are 7-9. and nine. They have not faced off against the cream of the crop. They have played the Twins, which is their hardest series, which they lost. They've played the Pirates. They've played the Tigers. They lost that series to the Tigers, who's one of the worst teams in baseball. And they won one series and lost one series against the White Sox, who right now have a losing record. They are 6-10. and 10, um, And three of those wins came against the Houston Astros. So this Astros team is not the Astros teams of the past. Dusty Baker is a great manager. They have a very good pitching staff, but they lost Justin Verlander. Um, they don't have Carlos Correa for, what, the second straight year. Um, Jeremy Pena is pretty good. Osa Altuve is going to be out for a little while longer. And, um, yeah, they have a losing record. The Rangers don't. So let them talk their trash. It is going to be a while before these teams face off again. And again, like I said earlier, I would rather have a winning record and win a meaningless series in April, which again, none of these series are meaningless when you are actually in a pennant race, when you are in a playoff chase, which the Rangers are, I know it's April, but you have got to take advantage of those early, easy April schedule. And the Astros have had an easy schedule and they have not taken advantage of it. They have not taken advantage of it like the Rangers have, um, and the Rangers need to continue to do so. When at least at least take six out of nine of these next uh, three series against Kansas City, against Oakland, and against, I believe, the Reds is coming up after that. Um, so Rangers need to, yeah, at Cincinnati. Then you have four against the Yankees, who are fine, um, but... Beatable at this point, their pitching staff is not nearly as strong. The Rangers, um, well, outside of the Rays, who are just the best freaking team in baseball at 14-2, and two, um, the Rangers might have one of the best starting pitching staffs in all of baseball, which is where we thought they were. The Yankees have suffered the injuries that we thought the Rangers might suffer in their starting pitching staff. And again, it is just three weeks into the season. Thankfully, the Rangers are still healthy. The Rangers are coming in to a road series against a not very good Royals team. They get to throw their number one and two starters, which again, they didn't throw against the Astros and they still won that series in Houston. It was a big moment. Don't let anyone tell you differently. And there is no reason why you can't get hyped about a two out of three win series in Houston in the month of April. That's going to do it for today's show on tomorrow's show. I'll be talking about hopefully another Jacob DeGrom gym where these Rangers stand, maybe a little bit more about these City Connect jerseys. That's going to do it for today's show. And Until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.